0: You and Cameron in the morning.
1: Hello everybody, this is the first of many podcasts of you and Cameron in the morning. This is the best of the breakfast show, and what we've got coming up for you in our first ever podcast is an absolute cracker. We've got top Scottish chef John Quigley getting himself involved in the controversy about gas and charcoal barbecues. Lazy beep and cheat. Also, Gavin Mitchell, a.k.a. Bobby the Barber from Still Game, was on the show for an hour. It was so much fun. He had us buckled with some of the stories he was telling us. Come
0: on in, would you like a muffin or would you like a Danish?
1: And he is also on the best bits from our breakfast show and our first ever podcast. Take it away! You and Cameron
0: in the morning.
1: Wake up with the greatest hits. Now, I have something in common with Charlotte Church. What do you think that is, Producer Carnage?
0: Uh, I wouldn't like to
1: say, actually. (laughs) What we do have in common is that we both don't like mobile phones. She believes it ruins our social life. I also believe that because I was recently on holiday and I made the decision that me, my wife and my boy were not allowed gadgets or mobile phones around the pool or when we went for dinner. I actually noticed I had a family which was amazing. And we got a phone call from Mike who's got a little trick that everybody should consider doing if you're going to a restaurant.
0: When you go for a meal with your pals, right,
1: everybody that's taken their mobile phones,
0: you put them in a pile like Jenga on the, fo- on the, the table. Uh-huh. And the first person to touch it pays the bill. <laughs>
1: That's a great idea, by the way. Have you done that?
0: Oh, I have done that. It's actually quite funny for me But I've actually got two phones. I've got one in my pocket, and I've got one of my mates on Speed Dial. I just press the button, and I know that he answers it. He pays the bill. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've just let my secret out, haven't I? <laughs> So good. Do you know what? I'm going to start introducing that every time I go out with my pals Then we're sat around the dinner table. Right, everybody are playing mobile phone Jenga. That's it. (laughs) First one to touch it, pays the bill. Brilliant. Love that, Mike. Thanks for the call, buddy. Love you. Love you too. Bye, mate. Wake up with you and Cameron in the morning. This is the best of breakfast with me, you and Cameron. And earlier in the week, we were talking about things that irritate you that really shouldn't what irritated me during my holiday was that my wife had painted her toenails a different colour to her fingernails. I was even throwing the towel over her feet when we were by the pool. It was irritating me that much. Well, Sandra called the show to talk about the things that irritated her. And she also informed us why she wasn't at work. I had a detached retina. How does one do that, Sandra? I'm um, lucky. <laughs> but you're, you're okay, though? I'm fine, yeah. I can't see you, Ewan, so you probably look gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> when my sight comes back, i probably need to divorce my husband, but anyway. <laughs> Sandra, we're talking about the things that irritate you that really shouldn't. What irritates oh. you? I've got a list, but this one just does me every time. Uh, you get them to lay the table... And the cutlery is always on the mat, not at the side. And another thing is I've got mats, I've got a big love heart on them and the love heart is never straight. (laughs) So you get irritated by someone laying a table and putting the cutlery on the placemat and not to the side of the placemat. Exactly, because when you put the plate on the placemat, it touches the cutlery. (laughs) I think you'll be a nightmare to live with. I (laughs) am. Still to come, you don't want to miss this on our first ever podcast, the full, unedited interview with Gavin Mitchell from Still Game. If you're easily offended, turn off now. You and Cameron in the morning. Earlier in the week, I upset a number of people when I described those of you who use a gas barbecue as weird. I got a wee bit of heat for that, didn't I, producer Carnage? Oh, a bit of heat. See what I did there? So I decided to give the final say on this particular subject matter to a top Scottish chef. I called John Quigley and I asked him if he was a gas or a charcoal man. Here's what he had to say. Good morning, Ewan. How are we? Not bad, my friend. You are one of Scotland's greatest chefs. I've known you for a number of years. I love you dearly. And I've called you for one reason and one reason only, to get your honest opinion on one thing. Okay. I'm nervous. Fire away. I want to talk to you about barbecues. Okay, yeah. I barbecue s- thing right here, right? Yeah, I know, and I know you love a barbecue. I said on the show yesterday, and I've got a wee bit of stick for this: that people who use a gas barbecue are weirdos. What does John Quigley, one of Scotland's greatest chefs, think oh, of oh, gas oh, what's barbecues? <laughs> <laughs> what's your thoughts, John? Hey, if I had to be, I'm a coal guy. You know, all the way. It's got to be. It's got to be charcoal. I 100%. Gas is cheating, isn't it? I mean, at the end of the day, man, fire, meat. That's what it's all about, <laughs> isn't it? You know, you, switching on a gas bottle isn't really barbecuing. You know, that's just switching on a gas bottle at the end of the day, you know. Uh, so I like fire, meat, man. That's uh, that—that's my, that's my solution. So, John, you agree with me that these people are weird? Weird, maybe not the right expression. <laughs> uh, cheats. I was called cheat. Is that not worse? Lazy cheats. John, quickly, can I quote you? You're calling people who use gas barbecues as lazy cheats. Lazy beeping cheats. <laughs> John, love you and I love your food. Happy cooking. Cheers, Bye. 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 You and Cameron in the morning. We've been building up to it. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. It's the full, unedited interview with Gavin Mitchell from Still Game. A warning. If you're in any way easily offended and you're not aware that Freddie Mercury is dead, then turn off now. The one and only Gavin Mitchell, Still Game's Gavin Mitchell, live in the studio! Oh, so be you, I'm filling up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you on, uh, Good morning, my friends. <laughs> good morning. That's the middle of the night. What are you talking about? Good morning. Never been up this
1: early in years. Is it weird getting shock? getting up at this time in the morning? Aye,
0: aye. Uh, I have people who do it for me. You know, they just get a defibrillator. i just going to get me together <laughs> and p- pump me full of stuff and then shove me in a cab.
1: <laughs> um, first things first, Gavin. I have to apologise to you. Now, I did mm. speak to you yesterday about coming on the show today. And I did say to you, what would you like in the morning for breakfast? And you, you did say to me, a wee Danish pastry, a, a, a square sausage in a roll uh, and, and, a, and a coffee. Well, to be fair, that's no
0: true. You, you gave me a choice of two things. <laughs> that's how limited you were. That's rubbish. <laughs> you said, it's so, hey, mate, you know, come on in. And it, Would you like a muffin or would you like a Danish? I was like, wow, they're really going out here. This is, ah, this is fantastic. I'd just it, like to say that he's actually brought you in a Mars bar and a twix. And a Twix. I, he ran down to a vending machine in blind panic and has bought me rubbish confectionery as breakfast. When and
1: I, on social media this morning, you did threaten that you were going to make a U-turn and go back home if you didn't get a square sausage roll. Absolutely. Well, I'm here now, but I'm going to torch the place when I leave. <laughs> <laughs> even Amy Mcdonald tweeted you and says don't go anywhere near him what is he like he can't even get someone like Gavin Mitchell
0: a shyster she calls you a shyster <laughs> and I can carry him. me
1: I agree <laughs> how are you keeping my friend oh nothing a bullet wouldn't he think <laughs> You've been a very busy man and the reason you've been very busy obviously you've just come off the back of the end of Still Game. We'll talk about that a little later. You've got the hydro to look forward to with Still Game but before we talk about Still Game and all that jazz is that you're also very well known for a play that you do. It's Casablanca and you played the part in Casablanca that Humphrey Bogart made famous.
0: Old uh, bumpy go-kart.
1: Yes and, and you are currently rehearsing that show again and you've been playing this part for a number of years. Yeah, on and off for
0: nine years. Uh, so, yeah, we've, we've done it all over the world. Uh, but this is uh, celebrating the play, Pine a Pint at the Orton Moor, which has been going for 15 years now, and it'll be the 500th play produced there, which is quite extraordinary. So they had a public <sighs> vote. For favourite plays and Casablanca came in number one.
1: <laughs> oh, well done. <laughs> oh, stop
0: it, stop it. No, I'll keep going. And, uh, so, yeah, and other favourites uh, that, that have been put back on as well. So, yeah, it's, it's a huge uh, honour.
1: So, because it was voted the number one play at and Moore, There was no doubt about it They were going to bring it back Yeah, yeah Um, Uh, Are are you happy to step back into that role again After doing it for so long? Yeah, no, it's it's a real joy It's a lovely show I adore it The only
0: problem is I was older than Humphrey Bogart When he did the movie When I started (laughs) And now I'm older than Humphrey Bogart And he died You know what I mean? So you've just got to light me properly And they use magnets and dowling rods And just kind of pull me about the stage You maybe need the
1: defib
0: Absolutely They're just a, I, They have medical staff at, at all times Just in case I go down So no, it's, it's a lovely wee show
1: you, You've played the part for so many years And you're rehearsing just now Do you have to rehearse? I mean you should really know of it Of
0: my darling uh, No I always hone my craft as you know you, and I'm a professional Because
1: <laughs> you were rehearsing yesterday uh, well, well, if you can call it that.
0: Um, I, <laughs> yeah, well, because we do, I don't want to give too much away or for people who haven't seen it. There's things in it that, yeah, do need rehearsal. There's a wee cherry-in-the-cake moment towards the end where there's a wee dance routine that certainly needs rehearsal. Uh, do you yes.
1: dance in this show? My
0: darling, we do a little bit of tippity-tap. a um, So, yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, but, yeah, we've got a new guy this year, Kevin Lennon unfortunately Jimmy Chisholm has done it over the years but can't do it uh, at the moment because he's now in River City so so we're kind of River
1: running... City stepped in the way yeah
0: yeah that's somewhere else I'm going to torch Dumbarton watch out <laughs> I'm in the right area there's going to be a lot of fires um...
1: <laughs> you're on one this morning but he's so angry did he get his square roll I know, and sausage I I know
0: I'm not a morning person somebody's getting it so
1: Gavin Mitchell, live in the studio this morning. I'm now regretting not recording it. (laughs) Wake up with you and Cameron in the morning. Good morning. It's Friday. Your weekend starts right here, and we're delighted to have with us live in the studio this morning, Gavin Mitchell. How the devil are you? You all right, my man? (laughs) Oh, God, no bad warming up. You you, you finished the coffee?
0: I have finished the coffee, and I'm just putting my pants on. (laughs)
1: I'm doing that Sorry great, Darren
0: you. Sorry you had to see that
1: <laughs> So we, we've talked Casablanca Yes And uh, you're back Rehearsing that show After all these years, all these years. It's, it's, it's about to make A comeback about to, It's sold out In Glasgow And Edinburgh Yes, so you didn't have tickets to sell this so morning.
0: I think they put some on there's release on the days. I think there's a limited number of tickets will go on release, and so I, we're talking about adding some extra
1: shows now. I think so. I thought you were coming here to sell some tickets, you don't need me to do that.
0: No, I was coming here to get a
1: rolling sausage because <laughs> I'm tight. You're not but, letting this school, are you? No,
0: no. I thought he's getting me a taxi and a rolling sausage, and I got to be. You know, a wee burl to Clyde Bank Hello, that's alright on a Friday when the sun's out I just forgot to put clays on Taxi driver, get a bit of your shock, I tell you
1: Let's talk still game
0: Never heard it mate, never watched it
1: uh, Before we talk about the show that's going to be at the Hydro mm-hmm. uh, That's the third live show That'll be the third live it show will one. indeed, yeah. yeah Let's talk about that final ever episode Ah uh, yes um, You've just informed me, hope you don't mind me saying this, that you knew the ending a year and a half before you even did it. Yeah. Yeah, no, and kinda... you had that line to do. I did. yeah uh... Were you worried about it?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it was a huge honour and a huge privilege, but I knew it was that there was a lot of weight. It's the final line after seventeen years of you know something that's become quite iconic in Scotland. So yeah, it it, it weighed heavily. Uh, I don't know how much we talk about it. Nobody, you know, is the people who haven't seen the the fi- finale. Is there spoilers? I don't know. Probably North Lanarkshire. There's people in North Lanarkshire still don't know Freddie Mercury's deeds. <laughs> 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 Do you know what I mean They're like Japanese prisoners of war out there some of them like, really
1: like
0: Queen Freddie Mercury so, so I don't know if we should say I think, we, I, think, I
1: think it's safe to say that the vast majority of the country know that everyone's gone apart from you Yes. Uh, Yeah. Everyone's gone. They all faded away. Fade away. Life itself. And and see, when you look back at the day when you were filming that final scene and that final line that you say for the last ever still game, what was that day like for you? It was really extraordinary. It was very
0: unusual. Normally, we all get picked up together, depending on who's working that day. But that morning, I got picked up alone. Uh, because it was so early and I was getting the, the makeup job So that everything was different that day Went out, no one else was there apart from me Went into make-up, the crew got their breakfast So by the time I came out, they'd all gone So it was a very strange feeling Normally we have some crack in the makeup truck Or mm-hmm. there's people kicking around So I was completely alone Walked on set uh, into the Klansman alone So it was a completely different kind of strange vibe and atmosphere the whole time That The shot was ready and we kind of went for it. People could barely look at me. It was all kind of heads down and like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was that a sad day, Gavin? what it, well, it was well, a strange did... day because you started the day with that and then I went back to my mullet and everything and we carried on as normal doing other scenes from other uh, eps. Did you get emotional? Yeah, it was strange. I I did it in about one or two takes uh, and I thought I was Okay. And then the makeup girl came in to check on me And she just gently turned me around And put a tissue in my hand and Aww. went Are you okay? And I, I didn't realise <laughs> You were gosh, crying? i filling up a bit now That I started to cry uh, and then I came off And other people were just in tears at the monitor. I can see you're that.
1: upset now Talking <laughs> yeah, about it Well it's,
0: it's just uh, I think I, It's just the, the level of my acting i upset <laughs> it, To but be honest to be... Like, <laughs> Thank God we don't have to watch him anymore
1: <laughs> You're like family though You've been together for so long have all bought a house now <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, That <laughs> sounds like fun <laughs> but, 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 the... The <laughs> but the Brady But the thing is though Gav Is that uh, I can see you're emotional Talking yeah. about it in that final scene That no, you just filmed I'm just emotional
0: being up at this time in the morning Yeah Nice. And,
1: but the thing is though You will be putting on the mullet again Because you're doing another show at the Hydro Yeah yeah The mullet is having a
0: short break uh, And it's kind of wee guinea pig farm At the moment But it comes back to get Slide back onto my nut shortly uh, I can get sweaty in a live performance Oh that just doesn't sound right
1: does it? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> And when do you start rehearsals For the
0: new Hydro show? Don't have a clue mate uh, <laughs> I think it's sometime mm-hmm. in August. <laughs> I must really look that up.
1: So you're all prepared. am I meant to be in Glasgow? Sorry, guys.
0: <laughs> you and Cameron in the morning.
1: Wake up with the greatest hits. Now, if you've just joined us this morning, live in the studio with us is Still Game's very own Gavin Mitchell, a.k.a. Bobby the Barman. And about 20, 25 minutes ago, Gavin told me that he would love to host a radio show. Did you tell me that, yes or no? No. You did? I was getting Chinese buttons. (laughs) (laughs) So Gavin Mitchell is now going to be... The presenter of the show I'm now going to hand over to you, Gavin So it's not Ewan Cameron in the morning It's Gavin Mitchell in the morning So over to you, Gavin excess is just finished with um, With um, Disappear There's
0: no need to patronise me, Ewan I did hear the music
1: right, okay, You're go right, I mean? I'm, well, I'm, I'm finished good morning, good, uh,
0: g- Goodbye, Ewan Cameron Good morning, thanks for that beautiful handover It's lovely to be here And a good morning from the Gavin Mitchell And the Gavin Mitchell Morning Show How are we all doing? Hello, posse <laughs> Nothing <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, no even behind me Yes, join us here it's absolutely fantastic morning here in sunny Glasgow It's Taps Half Weather And uh, just looking at the news here We've just got news that Sir Mick Jaggers Shared a picture of himself after his heart surgery Looking absolutely fantastic And we're going live over to Mick Just to see how he is I like, hello like Glasgow, it's really nice I love Clyde Bank It's like really nice around in sausage And I'm really disappointed that Gavin didn't get one Thanks Mick So <laughs> Meanwhile Get yourselves out In that lovely weather Taps off It's the weekend A wee bit of love A wee bit of hope A wee bit of Get down near your beach And see if you get yourself a click This is Candy Statton With young hearts run free Take it away <laughs>
1: wake up with you and Cameron in the morning before we let you go i've i've known you for a number of years and i do know that you love and you're obsessed by david boy so much so that you have always claimed that he's your dad he is <laughs> but, we, but, but but we know he's not. But you've because How dare you, you 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 love him so much that you call him dad. Yeah. So where did this obsession and love for David Bowie come from? As long as I can
0: remember, really, as a kid, a lot of people refer to the moment he appeared on Top of the Pops in 1972, singing Starman, and I remember that. I was just playing my toys, and he appeared and pointed down the screen, and it was like he was looking at me, and that was the kind of start of it, really. And ever since then, he was kind of like my Northern Star. That I kind of, I just thought he was an amazing guy, that and affected me in so many ways. I mean, somebody who's he's a real polymath and Renaissance guy for art, fashion, music. Uh, you know, it's just extraordinary. I don't think people fully realised till he passed just what an influence he had. You know,
1: was it an influence in you, an inspiration for you? Yeah, oh,
0: absolutely. I think in in, in acting as well, and, and various things. I think it was that you could be anything you wanted to be. That uh, and kind of united people who felt, I think, isolated or lonely or different or a bit dispossessed. I think related to people like Bowie, you could be a, an outsider. Uh, you could be different, a bit weird, a bit freakish or whatever uh, And I, I've always loved that about him as well yeah,
1: so. Did you ever get the chance to meet him?
0: I didn't unfortunately The closest I got sadly with him, Parton uh, I accepted an award on his behalf at the Barland a couple of years ago Which uh, just, started just a month or so after he passed And through that started a whole chain of events That I met members of his band And then I was invited to the screening of the last documentary about him uh, and his band were all there, uh, and then eventually I've met Errol Slicky's guitarist a few times, and then I'd sang with Mike Garson, his pianist with him for over 40 years, invited me along, and I did backing vocals at a Mike Garson gig, so I've got probably as close as you can get to, to him without actually the man himself, so it was bittersweet in a way, but incredible.
1: When I text you last night and I said, look, I'm going to talk to you about Boy and your love for David Bowie. um pick a song for us to play to end your time on the show here. So what what song have you gone for?
0: Uh, I've went for uh, a kind of good old popular, big old hit of uh, Let's Dance, just because it takes us nicely into the weekend and a sunny Friday morning. And it puts me in mind the happy days of like 1983 when it came out and it was a big commercial success. And I was leaving school, the... the Youth, the full bloom, young love—all those sort of things. Lots of things. I can't tell you that were happening in
1: 1980, um, tell you us, know. Tell but us.
0: hey, I've got my memories. You know what I mean? I know where my head goes when I hear "Let's Dance." That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, so we're going to end your part of the show with David Bowie and Let's Dance. Gavin Mitchell is always my friend. It was an absolute pleasure, and you always, always make us laugh. Uh, thank you so much. Good still luck with Casablanca. Cheers, babe. And uh, good luck with the Hydro show and still game. Thank you, Gavin Mitchell. Everybody, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank cheers. Have
0: a lovely weekend. You and Cameron in the
1: morning. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. The best of breakfast with me, you and Cameron. And we'll have more podcasts coming up very soon, including an interview with SES man, and Middleton. It's a podcast that everybody will be listening to. Make sure you're subscribed.